The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. Get up close and personal with some of your favorite male porn stars on One on One with Poppy Chulo. Created by Poppy Chulo, One on One showcases exclusive interviews with the adult industry's most popular male performers. Here's your host, Poppy Chulo. Welcome to One on One with Poppy Chulo. Today is Wednesday, September 9th. 2015. Listeners, please welcome rising amateur adult star, Reese Ramjet. Welcome to the show, Reese. Hey, thanks for having me on. It's good to have you on, man. I'm really glad that you're on so that we can pick your brain on not only your career in the adult industry, but uh, as well as your experiences in the swinging community. Okay, sounds good to me. Good stuff, man. Well, let's dive into the interview, and typically I like to get stats out the way in the beginning, so let's get to know some of your physical stats. What's your height and weight? 6'1", 185. What's your ethnic background? Uh, Black. What's your zodiac sign? Aquarius. And how old are you? I'm 36. Let's get to know the man behind the performer. Where are you originally from? I'm from Dallas. Awesome. Uh, Oak Cliff. Uh, I'm part of Dallas called Oak Cliff. I'm from. What was life like growing up for you? What were you like as a kid, as a teen? Um, I've always been um, athletic, active in sports, um, active, you know, just in the neighborhood, and um, I was the average kid growing up in Oak Cliff. And what about as you uh, reached adulthood? Uh, what was going on in your life? Um, I was fortunate to um, make it to college, graduated from Arkansas State in Jonesboro, and um, you know, just into sports. Um, it just carried on from my youth and I developed and was pretty good at it and offered a uh, full scholarship to Arkansas State. That's awesome, man. Congratulations. That's awesome. Thanks. You're welcome. Let's talk about your experiences in the swinging lifestyle. How long have you been a swinger? Um, since 2013. March. That's what's up, man. How exactly did you get into the swinging community? Um, I went to a swingers club with a lady. And from the club, 
uh, we ended up getting hearing about a, a site and we got on the site and was invited to a party and it just went out from there. Awesome, man. So can you share with us a bit about what that first swinging experience was like for you? Uh, I mean, really, <laughs> I mean, to know what swinging is from my perspective, uh, just thinking about it, I've been swinging, you know, ever since I was in uh, junior high school because what I'm doing now is something I've been doing ever since then. You know, uh, having RGs and, you know, being with guys, girls, and, and whatnot. But um, it, it, it was something I was familiar with, and um, I was comfortable and went to a party. And at the party, it was uh, nice, attractive women, and uh, I kind of just chill like I always do. And uh, I was approached. And after talking with the young lady, uh, we decided to uh, go upstairs in a private room where uh, the play show happens. I'm sure a lot of the listeners that are tuning in, they may have heard of the term swinger before, but they may not necessarily understand the meaning of that term. Or, you know, they might have some misconceptions about what a swinger or who a swinger is. Could you describe for me and for the listeners what a swinger is in your eyes, in your own opinion? Yeah, yeah. from my own opinion, because I'm pretty sure, you know, there's many different opinions about what swinger is. Um, a swinger, to me, I would, like I would consider myself a swinger because I'm involved in the lifestyle. So um, just having the opportunity to uh, have uh, sex with uh, individuals, for me, it will be women, with uh, consent and no strings attached. Actually, mm-hmm. that's what... Uh, I would say a swing here. And also, you know, sometimes you end up building relationships and just as, as friends and, you know, you might hang out with them and it's nothing. But uh, it's a community of good people from my experience. And um, I can say that the energy is very high uh, in the uh, lifestyle community. It's a lot of uh, happy uh couples and individuals and uh, I really believe that that is the effect of being uh, sexually open because uh, you get a lot of energy through sex so just the openness of it just even the thought can bring you know happiness and good energy I like that answer that was a good answer how often do you participate in the swinging lifestyle um Honestly, it's every day for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, even if it's just talking to someone from the lifestyle, or if I'm actually meeting someone from the lifestyle, it's an everyday thing that I participate in. It's played a big part of my life, the swinging community. In your opinion, what are some of the main virtues of the swinger lifestyle? Uh, I think the the uh, I would say communication 
uh, honesty, the acceptance, being able just to accept, you know, basically in it, individual, uh, to a good atmosphere for women because, uh, you have like low self-esteem as a woman in the swinging community, uh, that self-esteem can be built because of being complimented, uh, and a lot of gentlemen and nice people around. Uh, you can find, uh, friendship, uh, and that's another virtual. Um, it's, it's a lot of, man, it's a lot of beautiful good things. Just being around beautiful people, you know, it just, um, yeah, it, it's a lot of good things about it. They're just a few. I can't name all of it because it's more, um, virtuous about the community that I can take. Let's focus in on uh, swinger parties and events. For those that have never been to one, in sort of just, I guess in the most general sense, uh, what goes on at a swinger party? Uh, basically, if you want to get an idea of what a swinger party would be like, uh, if you go to a the normal club, uh, and... You know, you may have music playing, uh, but, and then you have, like, seating areas where you can talk and, you know, uh, socialize. And they usually, like, in, you know, the, um, interest area, like, once you enter in this, this space below. I mean, they all may be different, but then they have, like, uh, usually a room kind of away from, uh, the uh, social part of the building. Uh, they have rooms with beds and uh, private rooms they usually have or, you know, the boys are rooms. And you go there, well, for me, I, I go, and usually I'm a single guy. This is at a party I'm talking about. And depending on uh, what the theme of the party and, you know, who invites you to the party, you have some women uh, that may be into black men like myself. And so uh, I'm there to, um, you know, make the uh, spicing up the party, as I would say. Uh, you know, um, I'm just around uh, being a butterfly, talking to people, introducing myself and, um, you know, just making people feel comfortable because... Um, when I get invited to the parties, I try to bring something extra to the party to make the party live and at the same time being under that uh, radar while I'm doing it. That's interesting, man. I'm sure a lot of people are probably wondering this next question because it's probably something I would say that everyone, especially once they enter this lifestyle probably thinks about at the back of their head at least at one point very early on what happens if you meet someone at a swinger party who you had no idea would be there and uh you know wasn't necessarily the type of person you thought you'd be interacting with for example you know what if you ran into a friend of the family or you know a friend of a friend uh, you know a teacher you had uh, you know from back in the day you know someone that you never would have thought you'd see there. Has that ever happened to you? No, uh, it never happened to me before. Um, but if it was to happen to me, um, 
it's a good thing, you know. Uh, I think that anybody uh, should be open to, you know, new things. Um, I think that for me, uh, um, I always struggle with that because I grew up uh, in uh, a Baptist. Uh, my granddad was a uh, pastor. My dad was a pastor. I actually went to church uh, and studied uh, biblical studies. And that was always a struggle for me, because uh, I always had a natural desire to want to have it. And so, you know, the lifestyle uh, has gave me that the bravery to kind of like let that uh, old teaching go and kind of like be myself. And so uh, I feel like I'm actually free. I'm not... Uh, kind of like chain to the old traditional of, you know, what how it should be conducted. So uh, they have like just a burden for me. And now as just men in the, the community, uh, when new people, somebody I was to see in there, you know, I think it's a good thing because what they're doing is uh, looking at life from a different perspective, which can open up other doors for and besides you know I won't be offended or feel bad if I see them there because I'm there just like they there so if they were to tell somebody anything like that you know they'll be telling on themselves and uh, really you know I think I, I, I wish it will be a day where you know the judge mental part of it where we judge the people because of what they choose to do adults choose to do, then, you know, I think uh, it'll be more accepted, just like gay marriage is more accepted, just like marijuana is more accepted. Uh, once people start accepting it, then you'll start seeing uh, more uh, people in the lifestyle being more open about it because we are uh, kind of concerned about what others think. And I, I'm still at that, uh, that point where I, I'm kind of concerned what other people say, but you know, I think that giving this interview is uh, a a way of, again, uh, dropping these old traditions and uh, being myself and being happy with who I am. And that's the most important thing, man. I think so. Since swinging consists of uh, typically three or more individuals involved in sex, you know, a couple and someone who's single. That's typically sort of like the, the generalization of what a uh, swinger is. Do you find it at all difficult to maintain a uh, romantic relationship while being involved with uh, the swinging lifestyle? Oh, yeah. I mean, for me, um, I haven't had any interest at times you know I like uh, I won't mind being in a relationship but most of the times so I'm not interested in having a relationship because of my past experience with relationships and um, again most people are traditionalized with the way relationships should be so by me being open uh, to this area uh, of my life you know I think I would have to be with someone that's open into the lifestyle. Not saying that we have to be in there because I don't know where I would be at in that point of life. 
for my life when I meet somebody to, you know, even want to pursue a relationship. So, uh, yeah, I would say it would make it difficult because, uh, you know, if somebody is just not into the lifestyle, you into the lifestyle, they try to kind of get a, uh, no, uh, people being on the same page with the understanding and how it should be conducted because everybody have they, they rules of, you know, the things that are, they're okay with and the things that are not okay with. So uh, it can be difficult, but I think most relationships are difficult, you know, most of them. And the ones that are not as difficult are probably the ones that, uh, are, you may be your soulmate or whatever. And you just that, that much compatible. And that's what I'm looking for compatibility myself. Somebody I'm compatible with that I think would make the uh, relationship go a lot more smoother. Since you've been active in the swing lifestyle, what has been one of your hottest, one of the best sexual experiences as a swinger? Um, I mean, I would say my hottest, most uh, the sexual experience I had was on a cruise that I was on and um, it was I was in this room that they call the chocolate room and it was like 16 guys and it was a lowest variety of women and the uh, anticipation and uh, my adrenaline was just pumping so high you know I was just on a sexual high where uh, my energy was on a whole nother level and um you know being able to kind of have the cream of the crop uh, women from you know all over the states uh that's hands down the best time and best experience i've ever had in the lifestyle and it was on my cruise i went on have you ever had any bad experiences swinging Well, I mean, I guess I look at a bad experience to get thing because I can learn something from it. Um, so I won't really consider it a bad experience. I consider it more of a learning experience. That's understandable. What is one thing you wish someone had told you before you started swinging? Um, well, uh, I wish someone told me that you can be, uh, I just wish somebody had just told me about swinging and uh, introduced me to it at a much earlier age. Uh, that would have been nice for me. How prevalent in the swinging community is the cuckolding lifestyle? I think it's very important because, you know, without the support of men, I think uh, women will, you know, there'll be a lot more cheating going on. So by the men being supportive. And I, and also, you know, um, again, it's allowed a man to be themselves, you know. So I think uh, that's a good thing. And, you know, whatever makes a person happy, that's another good thing. So it's, it's prominent, too, because uh, they support a lot of the BBC aspect of it. Um, 
I, I noticed Cuck uh, they are, you know, I, I can't stereotype them because I don't know exactly, you know, what they, uh, their perspective from it because I just never sit down and talk to them and I'm not one. But I think they, they help the lifestyle out tremendously and play a big role, especially it's, a, a, it's very good for single guys. Do you enjoy the power that uh, the couples give you, the cuckold couples? Uh, well, I don't, nobody, like, gives me, I don't look at it as they give me power. Uh, I don't, that's not how I look at it. It's, I kind of just look at, you know, all the couples the same, you know, uh, and I just see myself. Uh, I never, in a situation, felt like I was powerless, and I never felt like I was powerless. Uh, I just always feel like, you know, I'm in control over, you know, the situation if, you know, it's something that I want to do or not. And I just kind of leave it at there. So I don't really uh, feel like I get power or they give power for anything uh, that I do that I enjoy doing already. I like that answer, man. Reese is bringing it with the answers tonight, which I'm very appreciative of. So you entered the swinging community about two years ago in, in 2013, correct? Yes. How exactly did you transition from being a swinger into the actual adult entertainment industry? Uh, well, the, the guy that I knew uh, that hosts parties, um, had to connect with a gentleman that was uh, in the industry, and he was like, hey, uh, would you like to... Oh, well, he was saying somebody would ask him about me. So I guess the guy who was in the industry had heard about me from somebody in the lifestyle, and so he knew that the guy who threw quarters knew how to contact me. And from the guy who threw the quarters, uh, he contacted me saying, hey, the guy that's interested with you uh, doing uh, some, some porn. And I was like, yeah, I tried. You know, I have nothing to lose. So why not? It, if anything, it would be an experience. You know, and I like to I like new experiences. Definitely, man. So in total, how long have you been a performer in the adult industry? About two years as well? Uh, no, like... A year and a half. Okay. Before that offer came your way, was porn at all something that had ever crossed your mind as an experience that you wanted to try? Well, I can remember saying, um, when I was young, I was like, man, I was a little kid. I just remember, you know, I was just thinking, I was like, man, if I can be, I would love to be a porn star because, man, I can just get paid out of fucking they got to be the best job in the world. I would love to be a porn star. But since then, you know, I never thought about it. Never something that, um, you know, interests me. Let's talk about the name that you've chosen as your performer name, Reese Ramjet. How did you come up with your porn name? Well, I just definitely Reese because everybody knew me by Reese, man. You know, if I already had a name established, I felt like, you know, 
I'm going to be doing porn, and you know, I want to be, I want to be popular. I can switch up my name and have people already familiar with. So I kept with, I kept the read. And um, Round Deck came from um, actually, I, I went with Round Deck because I felt like it was me, kind of like paying my respects to the, the guy who I was telling you about that through the party because if it wasn't for him. And, uh, you know, I probably wouldn't have never had the experience. So he came up with the name. And the name Ramjet is this uh, superhero cartoon character that, you know, was like a ladies' man and, you know, in good shape and stuff like that. And he kind of like the saving people and stuff like that. So I went with Ramjet because uh, basically he came up with it. I thought it was a cool name, and um, it was like me, like showing him respect for um, connecting me with the guy who was in the industry. I think you made a great choice, man. I love an alliterative name, and I think it's a unique name. So you did a great job. Thank you. You're welcome. I want to focus in with you on the first time you were at a porn shoot. Now, prior to this, you had already been in the swinging experience, so, you know, was that a good sort of preparation for doing a scene? Was doing that first scene at all comfortable? Were you nervous? Was it exciting? Were you scared? What was going on in your mind the first time that you got in front of the camera for an actual porn scene? Uh, well, I was excited. Uh, I mean, I was with a very nice-looking lady that I was attracted to, and we kind of hit it off with chemistry right away. So there was a plus as well. So it, it actually felt natural. It was a, it was just, you know, me and her it was a small scene, and it was a very natural feeling. She made made me feel comfortable, and um, kind of, I just went with the flow. So if the flow was there, then I guess I couldn't go wrong because I'm kind of like a field person. So if there's chemistry and the connection there, uh, it usually goes pretty smooth. And I. So my friends, I was excited, and it went great. That's good to hear, and it's nice that you had a good first experience uh, doing a scene. Uh, let's talk about the good and the bad about a porn shoot. What turns you on the most, and what turns you off the most when you're doing a porn scene? Well, I, just, I guess I go to bad. Uh, well, I can't say it's bad, but... Uh, what turns me off the most is when uh, it's like when you know I'm 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 uh, doing a scene. They want to see certain angles and stuff like that. So I'm not really into uh, the moment. It's more like acting, and that's what I I was doing like in the beginning, and it was a major turnoff and. Then I decided, well, you know, if I'm going to be doing these scenes, I'm not about to be acting. I'm just going to fuck. So with all these different angles they ask for, you know, they'll just have to catch the angle doing the scene when I'm fucking, you know. And that's just how I kind of, like, took control over 
uh, the experience because I don't want to just be going through the motion. I wanted to really fuck. So if I'm not fucking and it's uh, going through the motion, it's going to turn me off. And once I'm turned off mentally, uh, I just shut down all the way because I'm a very mental guy. And uh, my biggest turn on is just, you know, uh, the pleasure that I get to bring to the women, you know, not knowing that it, it's not fake, that they are really, you know, pleased and uh, really turned on. So that's a turn on for me, just to know a woman that turns on by me. Let's break a porn scene down. In a scene, which do you enjoy the most? Oral, vag, or anal? Vaginal. And the reason is that because that's the prize. And Reese Ramja is always a winner. Yes, I am. In a scene, what's your favorite sexual position and does it differ from your favorite position off camera? I have a position that uh, I frequently uh, like to use because of being able to hit the G-spot. And uh, I think I was built for that uh, position. And it's when a lady is lying um, flat on her stomach and um, I uh, enter from behind. And I was like, um, kind of like riding ass and with the motion and the thrust and, and everything, uh, you know, the deepness that I get into it, I'm able to uh, hit the G-spot. And uh, most of the time that I call the women to squirt. Not bad. Reese Ramja has some tricks up his sleeve. And of course, we all know how a scene ends. In a scene, where is your favorite place to shoot your load? Um, cream pie. Nice and simple. Uh, nice and simple, because it, to me, it's kind of like going with the flow of everything else. So, you know. For those out there that haven't had the chance to see one of your scenes, uh, how would you describe your fuck style? Diverse. Uh, man, I can pretty much, you know, do it all. It's, you know, I said I'm an athlete in bed. Thus far, who have been some of your most favorite performers to work with in adult scenes? Um, my favorite performers? Um, I, I won't say that I have a, a favorite. I think um, I enjoy them. On my experience, I don't have a, a, a large experience, but it's pretty small. And to be honest, I would say they almost, you know, been favorite to mine because they all bring something unique uh, to the shoot that the other one will bring. And, you know, it's something I enjoy. So far, you've been in the amateur realm of erotica. Do you at all see yourself moving more into the mainstream side of the adult industry? Is that something that you hope to move into? Uh, I don't can't say that I, I hope to do it. 
kind of like, I really enjoy, you know, the lifestyle. And, but as far as the porn um, industry, I look at it if it happened, if it's meant to be, it's going to happen. So I can kind of like go with the flow. So far, what has been one of your most memorable porn shoots? Um, hmm. Well, I would say I done had some good ones. Uh, my first appearance was the most memorable one because, you know, uh, it was me uh, being on on the set and it was showtime and I was able to come through. And like and once that once the after the first uh meeting it, it became it started becoming natural when I started kind of like taking more control over my performance instead of not saying that I'm being uh like rebellions against the system, but I'm trying to just start taking control over how I want to perform because, you know, I look at what, if I was to watch porn, what I want to see is something natural and something real, so, and maybe the type of guy I am, I'm a real guy, so if I'm not doing something that's real, I'd rather not do it at all. Now it's time for the big question, Reese Ramjet, a question that I'm sure a lot of your Fans and supporters might be curious to know how much is Reese Ramjet packing? I never measure. So keep the mystery out there. Uh, I give a fan the opportunity to come measure it, and you know, we can do a shoot with a fan measuring the size. Well, there you go. I believe uh, that is an official offer from Reese Ramjet to shoot a scene with him. <laughs> well, obviously, I think it's evident that uh, you're above average. Was there at all a moment in your life when you realized that you were packing something that not everyone else has? Um, mm, I, I, no, not really, because I never really paid attention to what a guy said, and you know, I mean, even playing football and everything, I just never paid attention. I was was told by women that, you know, I was good at what I did. So that was enough for me, you know. So. Something that's very important in a porn scene is the pop shot, the cum shot. Do you do anything in particular to maintain a consistent pop shot, in particular when you know that you have a shoot coming up? Are you the type of person that eats certain things or makes sure that uh, he abstains from doing stuff before you have a, a porn shoot lined up? Yeah, I, you know, when it comes down to business, I make sure that I'm prepared so when it's uh, uh, the day for business, business is taken care of. That's, you know, me being on top of my game as a businessman. And with, with contracts, I mean, I can, shoot, I can shoot like six to seven with no problem. Well, there you go. Do you watch your own scenes? Have you ever seen the scenes that you filmed? Or are you the type of person that likes to avoid watching his stuff? Uh, I mean, well, uh, do I watch porn? 
at, at a point in my life I used to watch porn. I kind of really don't watch it anymore. Uh, not that, and it's not because I don't enjoy it, it's because I enjoyed it too much. So I had to kind of take control over myself in that area. And as far as like watching myself, I, I haven't looked at it, and but I haven't, uh, I don't like to sit down and just watch myself like that in porn. Because I really don't watch it a lot. That's understandable. How old were you when you saw a porn film for the very first time? Uh, hmm. I, I, can't, I can't, I don't even remember. Uh, I need to say six before in my life for a while, uh, you know, in different ways. Uh, I don't, to be honest, I don't remember. I want to veer into some serious questions about the adult industry as well as the swinging lifestyle. Since we sort of discussed your life prior to your adult work, I want to go back and discuss family. Does your family know about your career in the adult entertainment industry? And if so, how do they feel about it? Uh, they don't know yet. And I say yet because, you know, I know eventually it's a possibility they'll find out about it. But with me, I know they won't put nothing past me. They won't be surprised if they were to hear that. Uh, okay. Or see me doing something like that. Are there any misconceptions or myths about porn performers and swingers that you would like to dispel? Are there any misconceptions out there from either about the adult industry or about the swinging community that you would like to dispel? Well, uh, I won't, uh, I mean, from, from my experience with uh, the, the lifestyle, uh, the swinging community, I noticed that if I was to mention to someone, well, I have mentioned to someone that I did porn and they were kind of like skeptical because they were like, oh, you don't use condoms uh, with porn in the porn so they fear STDs. Even if I'm going to use condoms with them anyway, you know, I like what is, you know, why are you tricking? You know, and I even have tricks to show that I'm good. But it's it's like a, a, a black cloud. So that's the only thing I can say as far as like in the two, how uh, not everybody, but I'm just saying I came across a couple of people that was skeptical about being in the porn industry because of STD. Focusing on the adult industry, is there an aspect of the porn business that you do not enjoy? Um, well, I guess they, you know, uh, I, I, I don't, I don't like, I don't enjoy when, or if I was to be in a situation, 
situation where I feel like uh, someone trying to, you know, um, take control, um, take, you know, like, make me I don't have the power to do anything like that. But besides everything else, you know, you know, I like it. But there's, and, and the lights, though, it can get hot in there sometimes without a light. Let's move away from the serious questions and let's chat a little bit more about you. How often do you work out? Six days a week. In your opinion, what part of your body is the sexiest and why? In my opinion? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, am I sexiest? I mean, uh, I'm an app guy, so I think my ass is, you know, my best feature. In your opinion, what part of your body do you like the least and why? The least? Um, hmm. uh, my toes, because you can't see them all the time. And on the flip side, what part of the female body, in your opinion, is the sexiest and why? Uh, the lips. Because... Uh, I like to kiss. Let's go back in time, Reese. How and when did you lose your virginity? How and when I, I lost my virginity? Uh, you know, I was, was I was a young a young kid, and I ended up getting some head uh, from a white girl. That was my first experience. I had no clue how we even got to that point, but I just can remember getting some head and uh, actually I would say like the sixth, sixth grade uh, I finally had intercourse tell me something quirky about yourself that most people don't know something unique about Reese Ramjet um, <clears throat> I like to go out and I like to stargaze I like to I look at the stars and travel around, travel around, and just kind of do like, uh, like you know, sceneries and take take pictures of uh, different sceneries and stuff like that. Describe yourself in ten words or less. Uh, intelligent. Uh, I would say. Have uh, leadership. Um, I'm, I have a good heart. I care about a lot of people. Uh, uh, you know, I mean, it's you know, I'm a very spiritual spiritual guy as well. I'm one track minded, which means I focus on one thing, but I can do it uh, extremely well. So when I focus on something, I'm like all the way tuned into what I'm focused on. Just like a guy sitting in the, in the chair watching a football game and somebody talking to him. Well, he's not going to hear that because he's so focused on the football game. So if I'm in the scene, I'm focused on what I'm supposed to be doing with the woman in the scene. As we start wrapping things up, I have this list of five pop culture-oriented questions that are designed to allow the listeners and your fans to get to know some of your favorites. The first question in this set is, what are five of your most favorite television shows? 
Um, it'll be shows like Celebrity Apprentice, uh, American Ninja Warrior. Um, I like music, so I would say um, basically like, you know, um, not American Idol, but um, oh, it's another one. For real, it's on it. Uh, the Voice, I like that that show. And oh, yeah, I like um, the show. Come on, guys! Uh, um, it's an HBO show. I can't think about think of it, but it's a pretty good one. It's a popular show. I uh, can't think of the name of the show. I like to say, but those are all about the show. I don't really watch too much TV. Who are four of your all-time favorite music artists? Um, I'll say uh, Jay-Z. I like him a lot. Um, like hmm, Michael Jackson. Like, uh, I was a really big Michael Jackson fan. And uh, um, like Jodeci, um, and like I, I listen to a lot of stuff around like A Ball, MJG, Pimp C, uh, Bumby, Scarface, Three um, Six Mafia. So a lot of that. Um, most of the rap I, I enjoy listening to. A lot of hardcore rap. The old hardcore, because the new hardcore is not really a, too much a fan of that. What are three of your most favorite films? Um, Pursuit of Happiness. Um, I like this film called uh, Can't Think of It. It came out. Uh, I know Pursuit of Happiness is one. Um, I, I Come to America. That was a good one. I used to watch it over and over again. And um, there was a movie called The Godfather. That was a good movie. What are two foods you can't live without? Um, I practice a street diet, so. Uh, I have to have some broccoli. And I have to have my yogurt. And what is one of your guilty pleasures? Guilty pleasures. Oh, I like to, uh, I like to fit women. What's next for Reese Ramjet? What's coming up in the near future? Is there an official website in the works? Yeah, I do have a, a website that's uh, in the making, um, but it's more to um, the individuals that um, looking for a gentleman like myself uh, with no strings attached. So it's just more like a social media website, but more sexual oriented. That's awesome, man. Congratulations. That sounds exciting. Thank you.
You're welcome. Where do you see yourself in five years? Uh, I see myself established with um, my website and pursuing, um, uh, you know, making it making it business and other opportunities. Awesome, man. Sounds good. Now, for those out there that uh, might be wanting to find you on social media, how can uh, your fans reach you? Where can they find you on the web? They can wrap, they can uh, search me at um, at Reach Ramjet on Twitter. Sounds good. Well, Reese, this does bring us to the end of our interview. Is there anything that you would like to say to your fans and supporters that are tuning in? I would like for you to say just uh, follow me and uh, you will be in store for something very, very interesting, very unique, innovative, and something you've never seen before. Because that's what I bring to the table. Something new. Fantastic, man. Well, I certainly want to thank you so much for the interview, Reese. My pleasure. The door is open for more. Whenever you want to come back and update the listeners on what you've been up to, uh, you're more than welcome to come back. All right, well, I appreciate you for leaving the door open for me, and uh, thank you for the interview. You're welcome. And listeners, I also want to thank you for tuning into One-on-One with Poppy Chulo. Tune in for brand new episodes of One-on-One with Poppy Chulo every Wednesday and Thursday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Download this episode and many more by visiting poppychuloradio.com slash archives. Registered users will gain access to the Poppy Chulo Radio archives of previously aired broadcasts. And with that, Reese Ramja and I would like to wish you and yours a wonderful night. Good night, listeners. Good night. Thanks for listening to One-on-One with Poppy Chulo. To contact us with any of your questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns, email us at contact at poppychuloradio.com or leave us a voicemail at 305-515-8620. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter by going to twitter.com slash poppychuloradio and like us on Facebook by visiting facebook.com slash poppychuloradio. Be sure to listen again next week as we continue to showcase exclusive interviews with some of the adult industry's most popular male performers. This is Ben Patrick Johnson saying good night and have a wonderful week.